Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my girlfriend, Carol, fiance, Carol. What the hell? Significant other, Carol. We're getting married in like three weeks. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? How much it's been a good week so far. Uh, Could go downhill pretty fast. It is January 15th, 1999, and we watched 90210. We... We had a reunion of sorts for the episode Reunion. Yeah, I mean, we got to see Andrea again. Andrea's back! That's really the only reunion. Yeah, uh, well, because it's it's their... They've all stayed in touch otherwise. Well, and Brenda didn't come. Brenda didn't come and neither did uh, Dylan, yeah, Jason Priestley. Well, no, uh, what's his name? The fuck is his name? Luke Perry. Luke Perry. I don't know why. He didn't come either. The two of them were in London or or Paris or wherever the fuck they are being together and written off the show. (laughs) She's too busy being uncharmed. And he's too busy, I don't know, failing in movies. (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunately. But but yeah, uh, they weren't there. But Andrea came back after her failed talk show. She, um, She looks even older now than she did. When she left the show. Yeah. It's not good. The best acting, I think, of of anyone ever on the show is when Jason Priestley said with a straight face, Andrea, you're 22. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And she said something like, I feel like I'm 42 or something yeah. like that. And it's like, yeah, that's what it looks like. I think she literally said, no, I'm 42. Right. Like, as though it's a statement of fact. And I feel like it is. <laughs> I don't know if she's exactly. 42, I know she's but, not forty, but, but she's she's significantly older. I than think the rest she's of the in her thirties. She has to be. I the mean, rest she, of them are in their twenties. Yeah, yeah. I think she's. I think she's a good five to seven years older than the rest of the cast. Yeah, I think she may be ten years older than. Them. Maybe I don't know. Uh but yeah, reunion. This is all about their high school reunion. Who has a five year reunion? I didn't know that was a thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think that is a thing. You know what I think? I think the show doesn't feel confident that they're going to make it to 10 years or whatever. Well, the, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't think they would either. Because because so. it said it said on the board at the end of the or the whatever the stage at the end of the episode or the end of the reunion. See you in 2003 mm-hmm. because they're the class of 1993. But that was three years into the show. So the right. show would have to go 13 years for them to have a 10-year reunion. And I don't, I mean, that, yeah, I that's, don't a think long, so. that's a long time for a show to go. It is. Like, they're on season eight. Uh, they're, they're, I think they, yeah, they just started season nine or whatever in, in or the, yeah, they started at season nine last year september of 98 so right now as we're trying to catch up season nine is airing yeah um we're almost done with season eight so we'll get to season nine and then hopefully we should catch up sometime around the summer but yeah so i think they just want to get a reunion episode in i guess but it's like i don't know it's weird they they 
we don't see a lot of like people from the high school days though. Like there there wasn't a lot of people back. Yeah. There were stories that were like, "Oh, you remember me?" and it's like, "Are we supposed to?" Well, I did recognize the uh the guy that, you know, traumatized Kelly her freshman year of high school. Yeah, I did kind of recognize him too, Ross, Ross Weber. Yeah. Something. Asshole. Yeah. Complete asshole. Um, but yeah, he was like one of the only ones that I feel like there were others, but like I was thinking to myself, like like David's friend, but first of all, he's, he's dead. dead and he wouldn't have been in their graduating class anyway. No. <laughs> so But they so this episode's all about lies. Mm-hmm. People telling lies and being who you're not. And being who you are or versus being who you're not and, and all that stuff. And Valerie is so incredibly insecure mm-hmm. that she has to lie all the She time. makes up an entire persona for herself. It's kind She's of disgusting. doing charity work. and so It's disgusting how bad she is at it and how overboard she goes. It wouldn't be so disgusting if she was just like, yeah, I, I, I like whatever, I work with a local charity. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You know, like I just, that's my job. I work with a local charity. We help kids. Blah, blah, blah. I met David through my, my, our mutual friend, Brandon. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, well, that's the truth. Yeah, but she doesn't work with a charity. No, but the meeting him through, instead of meeting him when he was on tour in Tokyo. Yeah. That's dumb. He was on tour in Japan at some point with Babyface. Was he in Japan, though? I think so. I think they went to because didn't they when they when they did that whole like fucking um, stupid summer catch up? Uh, hey, I went on tour with Babyface and they showed a bunch and of got big, crabs. Yeah. yeah, showed a bunch of pictures and stuff like that. Didn't they? Didn't they show like a a picture from Japan with these like Asian girls? Like we love David Silver or whatever. And it's like I don't know. Babyface I... thought I was getting too big or something, and then like you know he dropped me. Yeah, you know, it's weird because he's acting like he has no music career anymore, but he did have, like, a career before. Yeah, he toured with Babyface. He has a number one song on the radio, but he's all down in the mouth because he's like, oh, I'm not a big rock star, though. All all that's happening is I'm making a living writing music. Because I make jingles, yeah. But it's for commercials. You know, jingle writing can be very lucrative. Yeah. He's an idiot. He is. Like, he's so... And if he wants to be a rock star so bad, why don't you just, what, like, write your jingles, make money, and try to do something in music? Yeah, well, Like, how he, do you not have connections at this point? He he walked away. He chose to walk away from it. Yeah. So, you know, stop whining. Yeah, he's... I don't know. He pisses me off. But... And Valerie, like, is pretending like he's a bigger rock star or whatever than he is. Well, yeah, she just keeps making more and more outlandish lies about him. And that's got to hurt his feelings. Like, he's already insecure about where mm-hmm. his music career is, and then for her to be pretending like he's more, mm-hmm. like, that makes it seem like he's not good enough. And here's the thing. It's one thing to lie to the the faceless rabble at the uh, reunion, but to lie to Andrea. Yeah. Like, when everyone else know, in that friend group knows the truth. Yeah. That's, that's stupid. Yeah. Did she ever meet Andre? I think that they're... This is the first time she's their meeting, yeah. I believe. So that's why. To her, she is the faceless, faceless rabble, I guess. I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's basically... That's their storyline. Well, they lie. David is performing. Yeah. 
So that he didn't even want to go to the reunion, and now he's performing at the reunion. It's hard to do storyline by storyline because everything is so intertwined because yeah. it's all taking place at this reunion. Yeah, it's all about the reunion. Uh, Steve is trying to find a date for the reunion. He's going through... He's going through the tiniest little black book. <laughs> it's I literally have a little black book. I've ever seen in my life. It's like a little black book for a Ken doll. It's hilarious. It's like you could he could open <laughs> and close it with his thumb and forefinger. <laughs> like I don't like this I've never seen a, a dress book this small. Yeah. How tiny is the writing in this? It is small. It looks like a mouse's uh sex book. <laughs> a mouse's sex book. Yeah. It was Brandon was funny though when he he's looking at his little black book and Brandon looks over his shoulder and goes, "Why is my number in there?" Yeah, that was cute. That's it. That seemed very much like an ad lib, but it was very funny. It probably was, yeah. You know what? You know what? They don't do that in this uh, in this episode. But you know what I find so dumb? Hmm. <laughs> so whether it's Sam Malone in Cheers or I don't know, like a bunch of other shows, there's. There's a character that's, you know, like a whatever, sex god or whatever that has a little black book of all his conquests, all the women and everything, right? And in many shows, there's this, like, a scene where he's like, you know, I'm, I'm hanging it up. I'm, I'm not a bachelor anymore. I'm going to get married or whatever. Here's my little black book. <laughs> and he gives it to someone, right? What is that? What's that supposed to do? Like... You don't call someone and like, hey, you're in this black book. Oh, I'm going to fuck you then because I'm in, <laughs> I'm in the book. All you have to do is use that phone number like 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 every slut in the entire uh, metro area has their regular phone. And then just a red a red phone that just like lights up when the number in the book is called it's like, hello, sex. <laughs> it's so dumb. Like it th- is. They wanted to have sex with that guy. <laughs> Not any guy that calls them from this book. Exactly. So it's like, like, but they, they treat it like it's some kind of power or something. Here's the book. I'm unlocking the keys for you. <laughs> like, no. I mean, I guess they figure they're more likely to get to have sex with these women if the other dude had sex with them. But yeah, it doesn't mean But that. it's like, if you're going to have sex with Ted Danson, Sam Malone, right? Like, mm-hmm. charming, handsome Sam Malone. You, you know, that... that the, the same woman that's going to have sex with that guy is not going to have sex with Woody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, and that's usually the case. It's like some dorky friend or something like that. Here you go. Here's the book. Yeah. So at least they don't do that. He just throws it away. And then he Jan- throws it away and a cricket takes it. <laughs> right. And then Janet, the secretary pops up and says, I'll go with you. Yeah. Because last episode, she was, like, holding his hand and, you know, someone in this office really loves you or whatever, and it's not Brandon, and he, he still didn't get it. Yeah. Yeah. He he seemed like he might not have gotten it. We weren't sure. This episode, he definitely didn't get it. God, he is taking dumb blonde to a whole new level. And so he's like, yeah, sure, you, you can come with me. That mm-hmm. works, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, and, she's and she's like, like it's oh. a date date or whatever. It's a real date. And he looks terrified, and he's like, uh, yeah, it's a real date. Like, the look on his face says everything, though. Like, she's being a little stupid, too. Uh, yeah, that's true. Like, d- I guess he doesn't like her that way. I guess not. I mean, that's what it seems like. But then it, 
Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so she's like, I just don't know what to wear. And like, she's all worried about it. And he picks her up and he's like, oh, you look great. And he didn't show up with a corsage. He shows mm-hmm. up with a bouquet of the cheap flowers. What, what are they called? Daisies? Carnations. Carnations. Okay. Those like, are cheap. They're filler flowers. You don't have a bouquet of carnations. You generally have them with something else. No. Yeah. Or, or in a white sport coat. As a boutonniere? You don't know that song? No. A white sport coat. And a pink carnation. <laughs> As a boutonniere, though. I'm all alone. Yeah. I'm sure. It's Just a, saying. It's a song from, like, the 40s. Right. But she looks a little offended, but whatever. Like, I wouldn't expect a man to show up with a corsage. As an adult, five year reunion. Yeah, Yeah. like it's one thing when you're in high school and it's like a high school dance, but that's not what this is. But they're all twenty two or twenty threes. Yeah. Um, and then she carries the fucking bouquet with them. Like, why didn't she put that in water? I don't know. Why didn't she throw it in the garbage? (laughs) Throw it in his face. Whatever. Then they get there, and this blonde girl is hitting on him. Like, they're getting their picture taken, and she just walks into the picture. Yeah. What a bitch, by the way. Like, who just walks in the middle of a picture? Yeah. And, and then she ignores her and, like, is hitting on him and talking about how good he looks. And she gets the shower room key. Yeah. How? I don't Did know. Did she suck the janitor's dick? <laughs> Like, what happened off screen? That had to be a whole movie. Seriously. And she's like, meet me in 30 minutes. She hired Ethan Hunt to get it for her. Who's that? Mission Impossible guy. Uh, Tom Cruise. Okay. And then he, he, he ignores Janet. He's flirting with this girl in front of her. It's clear he doesn't remember her exactly. Mm-hmm. Because she's like, yeah, we had biology together or whatever. He's like, biology. She's like, yeah, the frog incident. You had to take me to the nurse? And he's like, frog incident? Like, you know, <laughs> you can see he's like, he's not quite sure. Yeah. Um, and I knew the entire time. I'm like, he's he ditches Janet to go to the, the boys' locker room because she's like, yeah, we're going to take a shower together. And fuck. Yeah. Right in the school. Like, first of all, you guys have homes or like, you know, a hotel room or something. Like, why would you have sex in the whatever in the lock boys locker room what a fantasy um but second of all i was like yeah this is a prank mm-hmm. like i i i only cottoned on at the end that maybe he fucked her over in some way but the whole time i was thinking yeah she's just working with some dude to play, play a prank on him like he always pranks people like mm-hmm. i just thought I, I thought he was but yeah but he falls for it she writes in red lipstick, Steve, lather up and, you know, wait for me or whatever. Yeah, by the way, like, does she think his dick is dirty? Like, who who gets all, like, showered and, like, lathered up with soap? And she bought soap and left it there. She had to have. <laughs> but who, like, who gets all lathered up before sex? I don't know. I mean, if you're in the shower, why not? I guess. But, yeah, it's weird. The whole thing's weird. Um, But, yeah, she's like... It, Get soaped up and get ready for me. And so then he does. And then she comes in and she's like, "You used to call me Gomer. What the fuck? What is that, Gomer? It's like like Gomer Pile, I guess. It's like just means like an idiot. Or, uh, but isn't that a boy's name? And she's like, I didn't have any boobs. Yeah, I don't know why you would call a girl Gomer. That's not really like a insult to a woman. It's more of an insult to a guy, but. I feel like he was calling her a boy's name because she didn't have boobs. 
was maybe, the implication. Maybe. She's like, but I grew up, didn't I? She has. She had boobs. Uh, obviously, I'm sure she did. They were probably just very small. Well, yeah. Okay. Anyway, she steals his clothes, mm-hmm. and he is. She leaves him his shoes. Yeah, that is true. And a tiny, tiny towel for his tiny dick. <laughs> well, it can't be that tiny. Why? Well, the reaction that it gets. That's true. <laughs> because he's trying to sneak through backstage. I don't, I don't yeah. understand that. That's so stupid. Let me get on the stage. Like, who would, who would do this? Yeah, so he's like right center stage when they lift the curtain. Why do they lift the curtain? No reason whatsoever. Just for this. So, yeah. And then everyone's like, oh, my God. And he's got the towel over his dick. And he screams like a little girl. And everyone's, like, laughing and stuff like that. And then they kind of start cheering. And then you can see he gets, like, this pride on his face. Like, yeah, people are fucking cheering for me or whatever. And so then he takes the towel off his dick and exposes his dick. He should get, like, charged for indecent exposure. And everyone's like, yeah, you know, they all like cheer and shit like that. Um, even Noah was like, I don't know if you saw his face, but even Noah was like, impressive. <laughs> I did not see his face. <laughs> but yeah, so like then they drop the balloons and he's like, he, he marches off all satisfied and everything. Two things. One, we didn't get to see the reaction of the girl that pranked him because obviously that's like, yeah, kind we of, did. That's kind of in her face, isn't it? She was there. She looked pissed. She was there. Oh, did she look pissed? She looked pissed, and she threw his clothes down on the floor and turned around and marched out. Oh, okay. All right. I didn't see that. I saw her there and, like, being like, yeah, gotcha. You know, like, kind of, that's what the look said to me. Mm. But I didn't really see, like, the, the change. But, okay, I'll, I'll give it to you. I was, you know, I, obviously I was mesmerized by his penis or, or something. I just, I think she was irritated that it ended up not, you know, embarrassing him. Well, that's, it should. And two, how did he get home? What do you mean? It's one thing to fucking be... Oh, because she threw the clothes down. Yeah. So he must have grabbed them. I would assume. I was... Because I, I was thinking like, uh, yeah, like it's one thing to, you know, show your dick to your five-year reunion classmates, but to get into a cab or whatever. <laughs> right. Naked is not... You know, that's not going to work out for you. So then at the end of the episode... Mm-hmm. He shows up. At the end of the, let's be clear. At the end of ep- the episode, we enter not only a different episode, we enter a completely different TV show. <laughs> like this isn't nine hundred two one zero anymore. Right. This is such a enormous emotional change. Like the lighting's different. I think they changed directors. <laughs> like this is a different show. This yeah. last scene. It's weird. Uh, but yeah, he goes to Janet's house and her, her mother's house. I guess she lives with her mother. Does she? That's what he said. He's picking her up from her mom's. Oh, okay. Um, and he has a corsage. Oh, she is Asian, vaguely. She's some vague flavor of Asian. So, you know, they, they tend to live with their parents for a while. Okay. Thank you for stereotypical uh, Asian information. Um, she helps him with math, too. Mm-hmm. So... He has a corsage, and he looks like a sad puppy. He almost has tears in his eyes. I mean, it's crazy. 
He just looks like just wrecked emotionally. Yeah, like he looks like he he just watched his mother kill herself. <laughs> and he's like, I got you a corsage. Mm-hmm. Do you know how hard it is to get a corsage at 3.30 in the morning? Yeah, you got to go all the way downtown. To the flower area. <laughs> what is <laughs> Is there a famous flower area in Los Angeles? What the fuck is he talking about? And even if there was, they're not going to be open at 3.30 in the morning. She's like, Steve, they call that the graveyard. <laughs> the flower area. Ridiculous. And he's like, I'd like to take you out again. Yeah, you, you, have, to, you have to really care about somebody to do that. Or, have, or messed up really bad. Can, can we and like the way he plays it? Like I can't believe they filmed this, edited it, and allowed this to air. Yeah, because it's bad. It's ridiculous. But he's and, like, can we? He's talking like this. This is. This, I'm being emotional. <laughs> like Ian Ziering cannot do this emotional Mm-mm. range. No, he's sorry. Like, can we? Can we try again? And she has a single tear traced down her cheek. Yep. And she's like, I don't think that'd be such a good idea. But I'll see you at work on Monday. Like, he's an asshole. Yeah. He's an idiot. Yeah. He tried to fuck someone else on their date. <laughs> yes. Which, by the way, during this time, before he actually went to the locker room to fuck her, Janet had said to him, I thought you said this was a real date. Yeah. And he's like, well, it's a real date, but not a real date. Right. Not a real, real date. Not a real, real date. And she stormed off and left. Mm -hmm. He had already upset her enough that she left. Instead of following her, he had to go fuck this other chick. So he waits till 3.30 in the morning to try to make it right. Yeah. No shit. Fuck you, Steve. Which is essentially what she says. Ow. Sorry. (laughs) You're in pain. From it. <laughs> it was painful to watch. Oh, goodness. So, yeah, I mean, I hope they don't get together. Because I really just want them to drop the storyline. I just don't think that it will work. And if it does, it shouldn't. And it's just another unrealistic thing. It's just stupid. They need to find someone for Steve. For Steve. Someone either on his level, so like really dumb, and whatever, like just just a float through life kind of person mm-hmm. or someone very smart that can control him and just tell like Claire him, and just tell him what to do. Yeah. And Claire was good for him. I wish that Claire had, I mean, until Claire the end when they turned her into a bitch. Yeah. They, they, they really turned her into a terrible person, but like they destroyed her character. Original Claire was good for him. Original recipe. Claire yeah. is what he needs. <laughs> not this new, not this new flavor. Claire. We need to go back to Claire Classic. Exactly. Like when they had new Coke. (laughs) Coca-Cola Classic. So then we have, as we mentioned, Andrea comes in for the reunion. Andrea. And Brandon picks her up from the airport. I think Kelly was there too. Yes, they were both there. And we see her on the phone yelling and crying. At at Jesse. Who does not make an appearance. Yeah. Name only. She's like, it's Did not you notice- my fault that you didn't make partner. Right. Did you notice that uh, that he um, he doesn't even appear in the picture? So they don't oh, have, no. so so they they don't have to pay him. At all. Yeah. They don't have to pay him because he doesn't appear. Not Makes all. sense. 
Um, but then she pretends like everything's cool. And pretends that he made partner. Yeah. It's like, oh, Jesse just made partner. Yeah, great. And Brandon looks at her and he's like, you look like you were just crying. She's like, oh, just happy to see you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Liar. Exactly. Like I said, lies in this episode. This whole episode is lies, yes. Um, but we do find out pretty quickly that she's getting a divorce. Yep. And for some reason, the fact that she's getting a divorce makes her not want to give a speech at the reunion. I don't know why she would have to discuss her marriage in any way. Yeah, no shit. It's, it's a speech, not a questionnaire. Although she also dropped out of med school. So she yeah. probably doesn't want to say anything about her career either. And that does uncheck a lot of boxes. Yeah, what is she doing? She's she just, trying to keep her marriage together and just gave that up. So nothing. Yeah, I guess. Being a mom. Yep. But she said she dropped out to try to save her marriage and, you know, her focus family, on her yeah. child. So, yeah, I don't know. It's I kind of hate what they've done with the, with her character because, like, she had all the promise in the mm-hmm. world and, like, she just flushed it down the drain, I guess. Yeah. Well, she didn't do it. The writers did it. But but anyway, yeah, so she doesn't want to give the speech. But she's Brandon is being like a complete asshole. Mm-hmm. Like they go running together and they're like talking and everything. And he's like, "Why don't you try counseling? We did. Why don't you fucking do this? Like you know, do a trial you, separation. Why don't you do this?" And she's like, "Do you think that I'm like that? I'm just being flippant about this?" And she was like, "Well, I'm just thinking about Hannah." And she's like, "What the fuck do you think I'm thinking about? Right? Like, stay out of her fucking personal life. She can handle her shit. You just know? listen to her. Exactly. He, he's no good at that." Neither him no. or Kelly. They both have to try to fix everything. Yeah, they're meddlers. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so th- thankfully, you know, she's probably only here for the one episode and he didn't actually affect anything in her life. He's just an asshole. Right. Um, he give, ends up giving the speech for her. Mm-hmm, because she doesn't want to go out on stage. Or he's just like, you know, I fucking wished I, wished I was Andrea and everything. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, I don't know. And he's like... You know, there's a lot of lying going on. Let's, you know, let's tell the truth. And they're like, do a toast to the truth. But he doesn't tell the truth. No. Because she's like, he's like, they're talking. He's like, yeah, you know, I cheated on Kelly or whatever. And she's like, oh, you're going to tell that to everyone? You know, put that out there publicly? He's like, of course not. And she's like, well, then why the fuck should I? Yeah. And it's true. That's like her, what's going on in her marriage and stuff like that is nobody's business. For sure. Only the people she wants to tell about it, you know? She shouldn't feel obligated to put all of her fucking dirty laundry out there for everybody. No. So, yeah, he he does the speech for her. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Um, then, Not much goes on with them, really. No. David is inspired by his speech to come out that he's actually writing jingles and not a rock star like Valerie said. Right. So he, he sings his condom jingle to the whole reunion, which is kind of cringy. Yeah, it's really like, it's really weird. Very. Like, it didn't have to be embarrassing that you make jingles, but you mm. had to pick a bad one about condoms. Like, yeah. dude. You also could have just said, hey, um... I get paid to write jingles. That's what I'm doing now. I'm you know, not being a rock star. You know what I expected is for them to all start going around the whole room just being like, I live with my mom. Yeah. I'm divorced. I had liposuction. Right. <laughs> I did too. But that's I'm happen. a rapist. <laughs> get him. Oh, uh, speaking of. Um, yeah. I wouldn't say that. I, I think it was consensual. She said it was consensual. Yeah. But. Um, Kelly, we had talked about this in, you know, years ago episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, Kelly had originally lost her virginity 
to a guy in the bushes and he we got even more upsetting detail this time apparently just left her in the dirt yeah um, and then went and told everyone in school about and it. never talked to her again well so valerie sees her in the hall and she's standing in front of a thing that says kelly is a slut mm-hmm. written on the wall and uh valerie's like oh must be a different kelly and she was like nope and she was like oh kelly's got a past huh and she's like yeah you find that fucking amusing bitch and she's like, you know, you you of all people should know how being a slut can follow you around or whatever. Yeah. And so then she kind of tells her what happened. And Valerie is at the bar and the guy, Ross, comes up to her. And he's like, hey, I heard you work with uh, charity or whatever. <laughs> and so he's, he's kind of flirting with her. Mm-hmm. And she's like... What did you uh, ask around about me, or did people tell you, or whatever? He's like, I'm married. And so she goes, Oh, so you asked. <laughs> Which is probably true. Yeah. And uh, then she pr- kind of speaks as though she's Kelly mm-hmm. and talks about what he did to her and gestures over there. And when he sees Kelly, he and, drops his glass on yeah, the ground. He's like, uh, Yeah, stupid, a stupid asshole who doesn't, uh, who doesn't realize that everyone's already figured him out and what a. Mm-hmm. What a fraud he is and everything. And yeah, he's like, and then he just runs off. It was a very satisfying moment, though. Yeah. And Kelly Kelly appreciated it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was nice to see them, you know, kind of bond for a minute. But, you know, they'll go back to hanging each other whenever the writers want. So. Yep, that's what happens. There is no character development between those two. No. It's just back and forth, whatever they need. And then the other storyline going on here is Donna. I, this is the worst. I'm really upset with Donna again. Donna's such a moron. So. And she really thinks that she's good at comedy. Like <laughs> physical comedy and stuff. Like making faces and like, you know, that stuff. And she's not. Yeah. Um, apparently she's on like the committee or whatever for this reunion. And one of the bitches uh, doing this has an article about the most eligible bachelors. And she's talking about Noah. Yeah. Because he's, he's like the number one he's most number one. eligible bachelor in LA. Fuck yeah, he is. And she's. That Muppet looking bastard. He does look like a fucking Muppet. It's insane. I don't know why. I think it's like the, the sharpness of his features and the flatness of his mouth. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so oh, she. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey, Donna. So Donna says, oh, Do that's. I have sex. <laughs> Donna says, oh, that's my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And she's like, mm, Seth here, he's single and free. Yeah, exactly. So here, he's not uh, chained any uh, fucking plastic surgery fills. <laughs> and Donna, like, freaks the fuck out on him. Like, mm-hmm. as though he engineered this. She's like, what the fuck's this shit? And he goes, he looks at it and he's like, oh, my God. He's like, this was supposed to be an article about young entrepreneurs and She's like, why wouldn't you talk about me? I did. I told them all about you. They obviously didn't use it for yeah. this thing. And she's like, you're a liar. Yeah, why does she keep thinking the worst of him? Their relationship is terrible. A hundred percent. Because she she always jumps to the worst conclusion. Now, she is aware that he raped her friend. So yeah. I feel like, and cheated on her. So I feel like that might be part of why. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, because that was like, you know, he's not 100% innocent here either. But like, 
this is she completely overreacts. He's pretty innocent, though. I mean, I, if we're no, assuming no, no. that he's telling the truth, which I I do in this instance. No, I do. I'm saying I think he's 100 percent innocent in this situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not 100 percent innocent in their relationship. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, I mean, like most women would have broken up with him, and she didn't. But I feel like there's uh, damage that maybe is yeah. affecting their current relationship and 100%. may not be able to get through it. Yeah, because he's like, oh, the you know this writer, she she must have had her own agenda, and she's like, oh, it's a girl. Yeah, like, like what the fuck? Like he can't be around other women at all either. He he runs a nightclub, and then they were they he wouldn't go to her reunion. Now that's the part that I think maybe he's slightly to blame for mm-hmm. because she's really upset about that. At the beginning of the episode, he's like, oh, I don't like reunion stuff. I don't want to go to this one. And she's like, she doesn't love it, but she's like, okay with it. And then she finds all this shit out and she's like, go with me. You know, prove then and go with me to the reunion. And he's like, you want me to go with you for all the wrong reasons. And he's like, you, you want this magazine article on your arm. Yeah. And it's like, maybe she just wants her boyfriend to go to the reunion with her because like, that's a very normal thing to want. Yeah. And it's like kind of shitty if you're dating someone and they have a big event like this, and you're like, I don't want to go with you. Like, if there was a big wedding or something like that, and he was like, I don't want to attend this wedding with you, that's like, it's not a red flag necessarily, but it's like, that's a shitty thing. That's a pretty big red flag, I think. Like, you should be willing to attend events with your significant other. Like, important events like that. That's, Mm -hmm. that's, that means something. So, um, I do think he's kind of being shitty the whole, whole time there. Yeah. So she runs away from the reunion at some point because they're like talking shit about her. Yeah. And goes to spy on him at the club because that's what they were. They were talking about how he's going to, he's holding court. Who said this? Valerie? Valerie did. Yeah. yeah. He's holding court at the nightclub for all the, you know, all the bimbos in the, in the world. She's like, on one hand, we've got uh, all the bimbos in the world. On the other hand, we've got fucking Donna. (laughs) Who knows who he's going to choose? Yeah, so she goes, and there are women plotting to try to get with him after reading about this thing in the magazine, so that makes sense. He's a multi-millionaire. Supposedly single. Single, yeah. Who owns a nightclub that they can go to, so duh. Right. So, yeah, one of them is pretending to have injured her her ankle Ankle. jumping out of a plane, because apparently he likes to skydive. Yeah. We didn't. This is a revelation to us. That, that doesn't surprise me, though, because remember he was working in Hawaii when they met him, and he works on boats and stuff. He's yeah. you know a weirdo. He likes outside <laughs> stuff. Wow! <laughs> remember he lived in Hawaii and works on boats. He's a weirdo. <laughs> so to all you that work on boats out there, that's what Carol thinks. Of and you. those of you who live in Hawaii, no. yeah, apparently the entire state of Hawaii. <laughs> I'm just saying he seems like an adventurous person. That's really, that's the word I was searching for, adventure. Sure. It's not yeah. weird. Weirdo, adventurous. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't jump out of Carol a plane, is, but. Carol is an indoor animal, so. <laughs> I am. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, so he totally calls her out on her bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he's nice to Donna and happy to see her and hugs her and kisses her. Calls her out on spying on him, though. Yeah. And then he goes with her back to the reunion. Well, he shows up after she goes oh, back after. to the reunion. Okay. And he comes and hugs her and stuff. And he's like, I know I'm for her for fucking date. We're together. Yeah. So the the lady who was like 
accusing her of lying gets to see her with Noah, so she feels better. Don't you have to give approval to like be in a magazine? Like, the, the, he don't you think he would have had to have approved that? Like, yeah. if they if someone interviewed me and they were like, "We're going to do an interview with uh, with you, okay?" Because you you host all, all these tapes, and I'd be like, "Okay." And I did the interview, and the and the article was um, most flatulent. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, uh, radio host or whatever. It's like, don't I have to approve that shit? Like, can they just do, can they just change my interview to be about whatever? That doesn't seem right. Yeah, you, you'd think. So I, I don't, I don't know. Like, obviously for the sake of the, the TV show, it, it, I guess it works. But like in real life, I don't, I don't think that's how it works. I don't think they can just be like. We're just going to use this for whatever. Well, I don't think they can, and I think that's why he was immediately getting on the phone with the with the magazine. I think yeah. he was going to ask for them to fix it. You know, they can do a retraction or whatever. Right, yeah. So. I, I don't know. And if he did that, even even better. Like, he should. He should be like, no, you need to put in here that I have a girlfriend. Yeah. So. Fucked up. I think that's it. I think that's all the storylines. Yeah. It was an... It was a... Um, enjoyable episode i guess yeah it, it seemed, was nice to see andrea again yeah and it seemed like the the cast was having fun yeah i wouldn't say they had the best acting moments in this episode but i think Not the actors were enjoying themselves yeah i i wish that i kind of wish that andrea had either never left or would just come back to the show mm-hmm. honestly because maybe that's maybe they're setting that up she's getting, i hope so she's getting divorced and then coming back to the show that'd be cool um but uh yeah, because like I, I like her on the show, and it, she's a good actress. I think, like she she elevate you know her her wisdom and age you know, <laughs> allows her to uh, have a little more acting chops. I think than some of the other ones. Oh, here's a th- here's one. Maybe her and Steve will get together because they're both single. That would be you know they share that egg or whatever together. Remember egg buy an egg or whatever. I'd like to exchange an egg. That's what it was. I don't remember. You don't fucking remember that episode? I do not. They were looking for a club or whatever. Oh, and yeah. Like the, the code was to exchange an egg. Yes, okay, I do remember that. And they went to the wrong place, and the person's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You can't exchange, <laughs> you can't, like, I can't return an egg. You have a carton? <laughs> uh, but anyway, so that is the episode for the week, Carol. Uh, what do you want to say? So you can write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Yes. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com mm-hmm. and share the tapes with your friends. I will see you next time. Bye. Bye.